Online sports betting with Iowa's preferred sports book, Elite Sportsbook, is here. Active Resort Club members can log in, fund your account, and place your bets at elitesportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, all in the state of Iowa. Welcome to the Blasterdamas Odds Pod Special Bowl Games Edition. I'm joined by Tim Sullivan, professional comedian from Cedar Rapids, who's been with us all year. And big thanks to him. And Tim will be performing at Penguins Comedy Club in Cedar Rapids on January 11. So if you're in eastern Iowa, go. Nathan Ford's the producer, the guy who's been flexible with days and times, has been diligent and professional in getting this thing edited and posted, and I can't thank him enough. And big thanks to Elite Sportsbook for sponsoring this. I went to them this summer with an idea, and they embraced it, and I am very grateful to them. Uh, there's a lot of bowl games. we got a lot to get to. Let's not fool around here. Iowa plays USC in the Holiday Bowl. It's a week from today as we record this on Friday the 20th. As of broadcast time, the Hawkeyes were a two-point favorite. That kind of surprised me just because of the USC name, I guess. Uh, I've gone back and forth. Tim, uh, why don't you... Make a pick on this, and let me mull it over a little yeah. more. Didn't the, I, th- I thought initially when the line came out, USC was favored, and then did it change to Iowa? No, getting... no, no. Uh, Nathan, am I right on this? Iowa's the favorite. They are the favorite right now, but yeah. when it initially came, oh, out, I don't. I that might that may I well be. I, I'm. I, I don't know how uh, what elites lines were. The first thing I saw was Iowa. Uh, but but does this does that surprise you? Because it does surprise me. I guess uh, I would have thought it would be like a pick 'em. It does a little bit, but uh, I have a brother-in-law who's big. He was a big Iowa fan, and then about ten years ago, also became a big USC fan because his uh, son went to USC, and then um, so now he attends pretty much every USC game, and um, uh, he's saying basically fans in USC are rooting for Iowa in this game because they all want Clay Helton gone. But they've decided. I mean, the athletic director is, says he's back, and uh, no, it's too late now. <laughs> it's too. It is definitely too late. And yeah. but they're still hoping that somehow Iowa can clobber USC, and that'll be enough somehow still at this late point to uh, get rid of them. And then they continue to talk about you know USC getting the late start in the practice schedule. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's uh, so many things that they're thinking fans of USC are thinking USC should be ready for, for this game, but they haven't put in the time or the preparation and, and the motivation might mm-hmm. not be there. I mean, a holiday bowl is nothing in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. uh, USC thinks it's above holiday bowls. Yeah. They, and it went to one not that long ago and and the attendance wasn't that great. Yeah. I think that plays into it. I mean, this is, this is a big deal for Iowa. Yeah, and uh, I mean USC, what are they hundred and something in rushing? So I was whole idea is to not give up big pass plays, and I think that's the main thing that you have to worry about with USC is giving up the big pass play. And if they can keep those under wraps for the most part, maybe like they did against uh, Michigan, I see Iowa having a better chance than they did against Michigan um, in this game. Yeah, uh, you know. USC hasn't played a defense as good as Iowa's. Now, they did score 27 points against Notre Dame in a 
Yeah. Really, really good game. Close and, game. But the Pac-12 defenses, there's not an Iowa defense in the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, California may be the closest. Not, yeah, and not really, yeah. you know. Um, on the other hand, Iowa hasn't played very many offenses as productive as USC's. This passing game of theirs is dynamic. And it seems like uh, one of the other aspects is uh, I, this is the opposite of last time Iowa-USC, where Iowa had so much time off after, you know, really having a, yeah. a, a good go at the offense. and um, I think they had like seven weeks off or something yeah, like that. Like, I mean, it was nuts. Was Iowa crazy. season ended a week sooner than most teams. Yeah. And then they're playing after New Year's yep. in Miami. You're right. That was a long time ago, though. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, coaching staff experience in how to handle yeah. bowl games ago. And I uh, so Iowa, you know, haven't played a game later than USC this year. Because um, uh, I think we, USC was done the week before Iowa playing football too as well yes so. yes so uh i think that uh helps I, I i'm real confident in the iowa um uh victory in this one i put out a uh i did a one of those uh you know pick them from one to 39 mm -hmm. things confidence and, pools and i put it together finally this morning got it had to get it those in. take forever <laughs> don't they I, they usually do and i study them long but this is the least amount of time i've ever put into one um and uh I ended up putting Iowa at 39, so. Well, you're an Iowa fan. I am Come an on. Iowa fan, but I usually don't. I usually always pick them like one or two. I always pick Iowa, but I pick them like one or two because uh -huh. I don't want to go against them, and I want to at least get a point if they win, you know. So, uh, But I also don't want to jinx myself. But this one, this year, I'm actually confident. I don't, I'm not even scared about doing it. You know, most of the things I saw, and I just read this minutes ago, Sports Illustrated has, in one of their articles, has a panel of seven college football writers, and just picked the game straight up. Five of them took USC. When game day, ESPN College Game Day's guys last week were picking a bunch of bowls, all of them picked USC. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm thinking, what am I missing here? Uh, I'm not underrating USC, but I think Iowa's got a better coaching staff. I think that with three weeks' time, I'll take Iowa's coaching staff over Clay Hilton's staff at USC, although he's got a really good offensive coordinator, Graham Harrell. Former Texas Tech quarterback has done it. Is you know has basically put Texas Tech's offense in there, and they're they're working it. But I uh, the, the, there are things that hold me back here, and one of them is Iowa's track record when it goes to the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And I know that it doesn't do this very often, but for some reason the history of Iowa football is it goes to California, and everything is hard. Uh, sometimes everything is beyond hard. It's you know, an unclimbable mountain. But I just think all things considered, uh, Iowa's games are all close. So that would make me nervous if I were better on this. I just think Iowa's going to be a field goal better, uh, at yeah. least. Yeah. Uh, with time to prepare for this defensively, Phil Parker will have this USC defense, I think, enough under control and uh you know i was one of the most disciplined teams um you know in football and i think uh usc will be one of the most undisciplined teams we'll have played this year did you ever meet hayden fry i never got to meet hayden fry and that's what was kind of i mean obviously i've been to a lot of iowa games where you know i got to see him on the sideline mm -hmm. but um the thing i always felt about him and i and this was always my sentiment is that i felt like he was uh Everything was going to be okay as long as he was on the sideline. If the refs were going to 
try and make some calls on us that were inappropriate or something was going down. I just felt like he was going to handle it. And he just always felt at ease. That's how I felt as a fan. I mean, to me, he's also the quintessential 80s icon, you know, <laughs> especially for the state of Iowa, you know. But you can, you know, pick a handful of icons from the 80s that you uh, – or, you know, things that you remember from the 80s. And Hayden Fry is certainly one of them for me growing up as a kid. And like I said, just I always felt like things were going to be all right. That's why I kind of missed him when he – when he left mm-hmm. he coached three holiday bowls and uh, it's a long time ago and I realized that a, a lot of people are younger and either weren't around for those or were you know very young but those were crazy games mm-hmm. I mean entertaining and I mean they won two of them by one point and they won and the other was a tie back when ties were a thing BYU yeah, yeah. uh in those days, the Holiday Bowl had a reputation that every single year they were going to be nutty. <laughs> you know, you had teams from the WAC, which at that time was basically BYU and, a, and you know, supporting cast. But they, the Holiday Bowls, you could count on being 39 to 38. <laughs> uh, I, the first time Iowa played in the Holiday Bowl was 86. They play San Diego State on San Diego State's home field. And... Uh, San Diego State came in with a chip on its shoulder because it thought that it was being taken lightly by Iowa. And part of the reason was because I wrote a column. <laughs> you can imagine the rest. It, 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 I managed to do something that you very seldom do in this business. I pissed off both teams. <laughs> I got San Diego State mad at me. Somehow they got wind of it, and Iowa was mad at me for getting San Diego State. So San Diego State was upset and played a great game, took the lead with 40-some seconds left on a field goal. Iowa comes back, gets the ball, zips the ball downfield. Houtland makes a field goal, a walk-off field goal, and the Hawkeyes win it 39-38, and it was one of the best darn games I ever covered. But it wasn't real comfortable for me being in San Diego those few days because those people, this was before the internet. Yeah, well, that's why they probably seeked you out, right? If there had been an internet, I would, you know, they'd still be looking for my remains on the shore of the Pacific. When we come back, we'll talk about Iowa State's Camping World Bowl game and the college football playoff games. It's football season. Place your bets with Iowa's preferred sportsbook, EliteSportsbook.com. Resort club members, log in now and place your bets at EliteSportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a resort club member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. We're back, and let's talk about the Camping World Bowl, which is something I never thought I would say until it was revealed Iowa State's in that game in Orlando on the 28th, and it's playing Notre Dame, which is a heck of a lot better than playing Cincinnati in the Liberty Bowl. Mm -hmm. Or pick your game, you know? I mean, this is, to me, this is the best bowl thing an Iowa State team has ever been part of. Last year's thing at uh, the Alamo Bowl against Washington State was good, you know, mm-hmm. and it was a great game too. But this is Notre Dame. 
Iowa State's never played Notre Dame. Nobody, I mean, nobody from the state of Iowa's played Notre Dame in half a century. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a day game. It's on national TV. It is, it's basically, this is your chance, Iowa State. I mean, you can do something that people are going to stand up and take notice of. Notre, this isn't a 7-5 and five Notre Dame team that's, you know, slumming. This is a Notre Dame team that's 10-2. and two. And for whatever reason, it falls down the bowl pecking order to the Camping World Bowl, and here's 7-5 and five Iowa State. And yet, the line is just 3.5 Irish. You think Iowa State, A, covers, and B, wins? I, this is one that's been hard for me to decide, honestly. But, um, I mean, this is a classic thing where you got to think Iowa State has to be you know, really excited about their opponent and excited about their bowl game and even the destination. And um, Notre Dame, probably not too excited about any of those. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there, I mean, uh, they uh, the fans have made it clear. Yeah. They're not happy. Yeah. I And Iowa State, we've seen them the whole year. I mean, and, and last year, they, you – most of their games are pretty close as well. When if they're going to lose and if they win, they seem to, you know, pull mm-hmm. ahead. You know, and my gut tells me it's probably Notre Dame, but there's something telling me I think Iowa State can can get this, and maybe it's far enough away from the last game these two played that this could be just one of those weird bonky bowl games. So why not? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Iowa State and think they can actually uh, cover the points. Mm-hmm. So three point five is tough, but yeah. Well, you know the the seven and five doesn't grab you as a record, but they don't get manhandled by anybody. Uh, they lost by one point at Oklahoma. That's a playoff team. They lost by two points on last second field goal at Baylor, which is in one of the New Year's Six bowls. Baylor lost two games, both Oklahoma. You know, when when Baylor and Oklahoma weren't playing each other combined, they lost one game this season. <laughs> So these are these are you know first class outfits. Iowa State went on the road and was a was a you know a hair from winning. Uh, but then I look at Notre Dame and this is a team that just scores a lot of points. I mean they they, they average forty four points in their last four games. They cover the spread in the last four games. Uh, Iowa State didn't cover in its last three games. I know the Cyclones will be fired up for this, but I just think that it's, this is going to be a class-will-tell game and that Notre Dame will show up. And three-and-a-half is... I'm taking Iowa State. Or, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. See, you wanted to do it, too. No, I just got tongue-tied. <laughs> uh, it's the same day that I left my phone at home, so this is, you know... We're talking adult-minded here. I'm taking Notre Dame and giving the points, and not with a lot of confidence. And I'm going to be covering this game, so I want to see. I want them to give me something better than a, you know, a sound loss. Yeah. I want competition. <laughs> yeah. I really want it. I want a good story. But I'm just, uh, I'm just thinking that three and a half is not that much. Notre Dame gets it by a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard to argue it, but I think it might happen for Iowa State. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? If I talked for five more minutes, I yeah, would I make that Iowa State <laughs> pick. Uh, wishy-washy, I know. But 
they score points. Uh, th this will be, I think, and Notre Dame, I don't care what kind of season they're having or where they're playing, they'll have fans. But I think Iowa State is going to give ABC something that maybe the country is going to take a look at in terms of what's in the stands yeah. and the noise they're making and the support they're showing. Uh, this could really be a fun thing. Mm -hmm. and uh yeah, it might it may just be you know i mean look if iowa state had gone nine and three and then goes to uh, uh a cheese it bowl and, <laughs> and beat somebody there it's not going to take the world by storm you go seven and five and yeah. then go play notre dame and beat them i mean even the some of the other uh, big 12 games that they could have went to i mean aside from baylor playing georgia you know iowa state's got probably the most the, not the most favorable matchup to winning, but the most favorable opponent oh, yeah. that you can play. You know? Kansas State would, would <laughs> love to have that, and it's ticked off that it's not in this game. So uh, that will be fun to watch. The playoff games, LSU-Oklahoma. LSU, 13.5-point favorites, a lot of points. Normally, a ton of points in a playoff game. Uh, can LSU cover that 13.5? Honestly, I thought that... Uh, Oklahoma could overcome that a little bit. And then I heard that there's like three players suspended from Oklahoma for this game. And I think that just changed me. That'll take another five points in Oklahoma. <laughs> Ends up losing by 14. Uh, uh, the Sooners' defense is ordinary. You know, uh, they'll score points, of course. They always do. They've got Jalen Hurts. He's good. But... Uh, how many will they give up? I mean, this LSU offense averages like about 48 points a game. That is, I'm going to say LSU just keeps scoring and scoring and scoring yeah. with Joe Burrow and company, and that they'll pull away in the second half. And I say they cover this 13 and a half, which yeah. sounds crazy yeah. to me. I know. But, but I just don't see Oklahoma slowing them down. Yeah. I mean, I think the driving factor for Oklahoma is – Jalen Hurts is going to want to be determined. He made it into the playoffs. He's happy to probably be there, you know, after uh, all the things that transpired. But I don't know if his will is going to be enough to overcome. Yeah, he doesn't play defense, have, right. you know. he's. Uh, I mean, Oklahoma could score 30 in this game, and still it's not going to be nearly <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah. I, I got to see LSU play George on TV. They just uh, – that offense is just – Really, really, really good, you yeah. know? And Burrow something else. Mm -hmm. Clemson minus two versus Ohio State. To me, this is the best game of the year. I mean, obviously, two unbeaten teams, playoffs, blah, blah, blah. But I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> Wisconsin's got a really good defense, and Ohio State shredded it twice. Uh, it took a while in the, in the Big Ten championship game, but they did, you know? Clemson's number one in the country in total defense, in scoring defense. But Ohio State has a great defense, and they played better teams. You know, they, mm -hmm. they play Wisconsin twice. They play Michigan and Penn State. Clemson's playing ACC teams that don't impress me a bit. Mm -hmm. I saw that some of that game against Virginia in the ACC title game, and it's like Virginia's in a championship, <laughs> you know, uh, conference championship yeah. game. It's come on, <laughs> uh, but Clemson is has got the pedigree. They've been there, done that. Who are you picking in this one? Well, in the last time these two played in the playoffs, thought it was going to be a pretty close game, and Clemson destroyed 
Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I'm laying with the Big Ten in this one, and I think uh, Ohio State's been on a pretty good mission this year, and they've. It's hard for me to pick against them, and I still hold that Clemson view of I don't know why. Maybe it's wrong of me to do, but that close game they had against North Carolina this year, and and I didn't see that from Ohio State this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Clemson because Dabo Swinney, playoff tested over and over. Quarterback who's won a national championship. Uh, they It's a team that's gotten better as the season's gone along. And it's just two points. You yeah. know, Clemson wins by a field goal. You win. Yeah, um, Coach that's been there like that and the first year coach. Yeah, should... but by gosh, I mean, Ohio State's good. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I say this is this is the one game I want to watch. Nothing else on this whole bowl schedule really captivates <laughs> me. Uh, and then the winner, in, I assume, will get LSU, and this in, should be one of the great national championship matchups ever. Yeah. Uh, we will have some quick hitters on Big Ten teams in bowl games when we return. Looking for the perfect spot to watch the game? Place your sports bet and get a great burger and brew? Visit the Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa. Or Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa. Or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. For Iowa's preferred sportsbook, check out EliteSportsbook.com. Okay, our final segment. Real quick, Alabama minus seven versus Michigan in the Citrus Bowl. Tim. Michigan. I'm taking Alabama. Alabama scored at least 35 points in every game. Uh, Michigan's not going to keep up with that. Auburn's minus seven and a half against Minnesota in the Outback Bowl. Uh, Okay, I'll go first. This is a big moment for the Gophers after getting rocked by Wisconsin. It, uh, they go down there and perform well in this game. It's a glorious season. I'm going to take the Gophers. Hmm, I like that. If they do, I, th- I see them cutting into that 7.5, but um, I see Auburn winning the game, and I, I'm going to pick Auburn with the points as well. I think it's going to be a fun game for a little while, and I think Minnesota's going to keep it competitive and then – it could be like that Northwestern Auburn game a number of years ago. Yeah. Uh, Auburn is really good. I mean, they beat Alabama. They lost to LSU by a field goal. It's a good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wisconsin minus two and a half against Oregon in the Rose Bowl. Uh, it's not a very big number. What do you think? Uh, and that'll be a fun game, too, I think. Uh, kind of contrasting styles. And, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll take Wisconsin on this one. I think the running game will help them, and uh, yeah, and I just think they're just a better team on the lines. And I know uh, Oregon has a pretty good defense, but you know Wisconsin. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, Oregon's I've never played a Jonathan Taylor or an offensive line like Wisconsin's this season, mm-hmm. and they played they played some good teams. Uh, and but also what I like is that the Badgers under Paul Crist have been really good in bowl games. Uh, prepared, crisp. I think they won the last three by at least eight points. And they've been in major bowls now, not just, you know, P5 
pinstripe bowls, yeah. although that's where they were last year. <laughs> but they went to the pinstripe bowl, and they were focused and took care of yeah. business. So I think that Wisconsin uh, represents the Big Ten very well in Pasadena. Penn State minus seven versus Memphis, and this is a, a New Year's Six Bowl. And I'm seeing some people who think Memphis cover. I don't get it. I think that Penn State outclasses them. Do you agree? <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I don't know if I agree. I, honestly, uh, I think Memphis has played pretty good this year. They've been actually a good team. They're and, a good team. And um, but I've been pretty confident in most of their games this year that they played if I was going to put money on them. But in Penn State is a good team. Uh, I don't know. This is just one of those games that I think something weird. You're going to look at the score and be like, "What? Well, how was? How'd that happen?" So I don't know. For some, I'm pulling towards Memphis in this one. I think for some reason, them they might be able to cover cover that seven. And if you talked about confidence pools, I would have Penn State in the high 30s in this one. I just think that I just think that they're just their talent is just superior, and their defense. Memphis is a good rushing team, but Penn State's got a great rushing defense. So, but you know what? Of the two teams, Memphis is going to be real happy to be there. But being happy to be there and getting the job done are two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a kind of a weird one. And who would have seen this one coming in September <laughs> or October? California against Illinois in a bowl game. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're two well-known states but they're not known for the <laughs> when it comes to college football they've been a couple of uh, graveyards lately but here they are in the red box bowl which is where i think iowa would have been if it weren't for keith duncan this year <laughs> uh cal's a seven point favorite uh you think illinois covers i i think you'll i mean yeah I w that's a tough one too honestly but yeah i'm gonna think illinois club covers uh that Northwestern game, they're going to want to wash that one off them. Uh, the last game of the year, that they yeah, had. they stunk. <laughs> that was terrible. God, and I I couldn't believe that. No, that. I know that was. I think that was my lock of the week, my final lock of the week that we had, and and uh, I blew that one. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so that I shouldn't want to pick Illinois after that, to be honest with you. And Cal's, you know, they had a big victory early on in the year too against someone. I'm trying to remember who, but. Uh, might not be that big anymore. I'll pick Illinois. I'm going to go with Illinois. Just that, like I said, they're going to want to. They, Cal beat Washington State. Is that who it was? Uh, it? 33 to 20. Yeah. That surprised me. Although Washington State is. But. Mm, you know, I yeah. mean, <laughs> I know a lot of people think Mike Leach is this, this great, wacky, fun, interesting guy. Uh, you can have him. Um, <laughs> I'm taking Cal. It's a lot of points, I think, but but Illinois to me is is sort of a house of cards. They got their six yeah. wins, <laughs> and uh, the fact that they couldn't finish off Northwestern at yeah, home was ugh. Well, I mean, I liked what I saw from them at Iowa. They didn't win the game, but they competed. But this game's in Cal's backyard. Cal's played in this stadium in Santa Clara. Stands, you know, Stanford plays there, but but Cal's Cal won there. Uh, and I just think Cal's got a better team. Do we have locks of the week? I haven't thought about this. Do you have one? Locks of the year now, I guess. Yeah. Locks of the <laughs> new year. I should pick a lock, yeah. I um, one The game probably, um, I guess there's a couple that I'm pretty confident in, but um, 
I'm I, I'm confident that uh, I, I think they're gonna win straight up. It's BYU is favored by two points, but I think Hawaii is going to win straight up against BYU. It's in Hawaii's stadium, and uh, Hawaii's been pretty good this whole year. BYU's had they've been kind of like you said, like almost like an Illinois in a way. But um, yeah, so I, uh, Hawaii would be my lock of the Hawaii. week. Hawaii, Hawaii to cover the two against BYU. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I haven't given this any thought. Uh, you got a list of them right here, huh? Uh, okay, I'm just going to close my eyes and pick one, <laughs> and it is Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah. against BC. Yeah, BC. I like it. BC fired its coach, was a mediocre uh. team, 6-6. Six and six. Cincinnati's a good team. Cincinnati covers that seven points uh, by the first two minutes of the game. Yeah. Take everything you've got to Elite Sportsbook and put it on Cincinnati. Hey, I'm going down there right after we talk now. That was a good pick. Actually, that is a good pick. I didn't even know they were playing each other. Tim, it's been fun this year. Thanks. Yeah, it has been fun. Thanks for having me. I appreciate, and I know you do too, everybody who listened. Uh, again, thanks to Elite Sportsbook. And... Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and thank you all for listening this year. I'm suspending my war against Christmas to say that. Okay, well, you had a war going on, though. No, I didn't, but it's just, it's something that gets people (laughs) agitated, so I thought I'd say it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. If that gets, maybe that'll be this year's uh, way to upset the Holiday Bowl uh, (laughs) players somehow. That's why I'm not going that direction. Okay. Well, if you're in Orlando from uh, Christmas afternoon until uh, the morning of the 29th, don't bother me, I'm working. (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna check in on you what a lovely sentiment to end this on yeah all right thanks everybody thank you Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.